One Percenters, it's time for another episode of the One Percent Podcast with your host, myself, David Nurse. I hope you're all having a great week. Thank you for being here with me. You literally could be anywhere else doing anything else right now, and you're here with me. Your time, super valuable, means a lot to me. Now, it's time to take control of your health. So many of us live in the reactionary world instead of the proactive world. Healthcare does not have to be sick care. And our guest today, Dr. Christian Gonzalez, better known as Dr. G, the host of one of the most popular and powerful health shows in the game, Heal Thyself, is going to show you exactly how to take back control of your health and start living to your optimal potential today. All right, let me ask you this. Do you want to get great sleep every night? Like, Optimal deep sleep, REM, wake up, feel like you're rested and ready to just punch life in the face. Do you want that? If you do, keep listening. If not, if you don't like getting good sleep and you want to feel like you're really tired and groggy every morning, just stop this right now. And here it is, Chili Pad, ChiliTechnology.com. These guys are my favorite, not just because their product is amazing and ChiliPad actively manages the body's temperature to deliver a magical, deep sleep, great REM, makes you feeling like you've woken up just fully rested and recovered to attack the day. But the people they are, I know them well and they are some of the best people that will care for you, make sure that you are absolutely getting the most out of every night's sleep. And think about it too. You're going to save a ton of money just because you don't have to turn the air conditioner down to 60 degrees. This chili pad or the Uller, it's going to regulate your body's temperature to sleep in the cold. Cool sleep is magical sleep. Chili pad has been featured in the Wall Street Journal, ESPN, New York Times, Forbes. I literally gift it to all my NBA players so I know they are getting the best sleep. Because there's nothing worse than waking up the next morning and feeling like, man, I can't even go through the day because I didn't get great sleep. Chili Pad has been my key, my ticket to a great night's sleep basically every single night. And luckily for you, they're great friends of mine and they've given me a code to give you a super discount. DNBball25 at checkout gets you 25% off the Chili Pad. DNBball10 gets you 10% off the Uller at checkout. Go to ChiliTechnology.com. All of this will be linked in the show notes and start sleeping like a baby today. Dr. G is a neuropathic doctor who specialized in cancer research. He has taken an integrative holistic approach on how to heal the body through nutrition, the best foods you should and shouldn't be putting into your body, setting up your environment, is your current living situation killing you slowly or helping you live a longer, healthier life. We dive deep into both of these super interesting and potentially life-changing topics and much more on this episode of the 1% Podcast. Your appointment is next with the doctor. And you don't even have to pay $1,200 for a 50-minute consultation. Lucky you. So buckle up because here we go. Yeah, let's, uh, so let's just first start off talking about naturopathic doctor versus, versus a normal doctor. Like, a lot of people don't understand the difference. What, what would you just generalize the difference of it being? Uh, well, naturopathic doctor and conventional medical doctor are trained very similarly, particularly mm-hmm. in the first two years of school, 
what we go through is all of the core sciences, same way as we see in conventional school. Um, plus, we start beginning to get an education in other alternative modalities like botanical medicine, uh, mind-body medicine, um, homeopathy we do. Then really where we differ is in the last two years of school, um, the clinical care changes. So conventionally we'll have uh, rotations in let's say the ER, right. ER sector of a hospital, whereas in naturopathic we don't need to be in the ER for really anything. You don't want you don't want herbs if your legs falling off, right? <laughs> so so we stick to really having more intimate uh, clinical rotations one on one. But the biggest difference is really what happens is the way we approach care. Our approach as opposed to conventionally is one preventatively, which is major. We put a lot more Love emphasis that. on preventative nice. as you see the work that I do so is really putting the red flags up now so you pay attention now as opposed to what we're used to is just waiting till things get really crappy and then making a intervention um that's the first thing but really getting to the root cause it's root cause medicine you know and and this is not to downgrade any other types of medicine but we know conventionally the they're so good at making people feel better immediately like band-aids right mm -hmm. so there's a drug for if your knee's hurting you have arthritis there's a drug to reduce that pain but really the more important part is finding out why you have arthritis what was the reason the arthritis the manifested what is the root cause so where we made our specialty and became really good at is naturopathic doctors or functional medical doctors now you have medical doctors who are going into functional medicine because they understand that the power paradigm that they're at is not healing people to the core Right, because a suppression of symptoms is not healing, not at all. Suppression of symptoms is suppression of symptoms, but it's the same thing as like me cleaning up my room and putting all the dirt under the rug. <laughs> that's a suppression of the dirt. At some point, the yeah. dirt's gonna start leaking out, right. and that suppression of the knee pain that you have is gonna manifest to maybe sclerosis of the back, you know, or arthritis in your cervical spine now all of a sudden. Think your body's smart. You can't just shut it off and shut it up. Your body goes, all right, well, you're going to shut me up. You can do it for a little bit, but it's going to manifest somewhere else. So the most important thing is understanding the core of what's going on. And then naturopathically, we have uh, two years of nutrition. Unfortunately, on average, conventional schools get 23.9 hours of nutrition. Nutrition is the basis of health, <laughs> yeah. which is insane. Wait, wait, wait. They, 23 point hours? 0.9 hours. Oh, my gosh. The, the, with the latest study, 23.9 hours on average. That. You know, right. that's that's the median. Right. Some schools get a lot more. Some schools get none. <laughs> wow. But that that's pretty incredible that considering that what we, you know, and I'm, I've been there. I've been there. I've, I've sat in conventional offices and I was like, well, what do I eat? What's happening? What, what, what foods am I eating? And they're like, oh, you know, food is not connected to blank. And I was just <laughs> I, I was just talking to this. Um, actually, my girlfriend, she had uh, some cystic acne issues in the past. Mm -hmm. And right, luckily, even before she met me, she started taking care of it because she goes, maybe it's the dairy that I'm eating. And she removed the dairy and literally the cystic acne went away. Wow. Her bowel movements were getting better. Her digestive system was better. Literally all her life, every, she went to like literally 10, 15, 20 different types of dermatologists. They were saying, oh, no, no, no. Your diet isn't necessarily connected to your skin at all. <laughs> you know, you could keep eating what you're eating, but here's this cream to suppress the inflammation going on in your face. 
That's incredible to me because literally, you know, five, 10 years ago, all she had to hear from one dermatologist was go, how much dairy are you drinking or eating? How much cheese are you eating? Let's remove that. And let's see, let's just try for two weeks. She literally did it for two weeks herself after hearing a podcast, I believe. And then it was like she, all the inflammation in her face went down. Man, isn't that amazing though? Like she didn't hear that from him because everything is to sell a product. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing as a chiropractor. You go to a chiropractor, they're going to do something in your back to mm-hmm. make you have to come back. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the dermatologist. Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting. So let's let's dive into that too as well. It's like you've had the opportunity to work with NFL players, NBA players, and one of the big shifts that you're making is taking dairy out of their diets, out mm-hmm. of their nutrition, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, it, it can be very controversial, but I know there's a lot of benefit to it. And I'd love to hear the, the yeah. science and everything. Yeah. Okay. On. So yeah, we we were talking about before. I'm not necessarily dogmatic about diets. I don't. Right, I don't right, say right. you have to do this. You have to do yes. this. But I am dogmatic about do- dairy. I don't think dairy has any place in the human food system. It's not made for us. Let's just start at the very surface, right? You have a cow that's born 60 pounds, and then it needs to go to 400, 500, 600 pounds in a year, and this is the medium that it's using for that. We're not cows, <laughs> right? We're full-grown adults. Sometimes we give them to growing babies. Uh, but when babies are born, we have the enzyme to break up lactase, to break up milk. And that enzyme starts reducing very quickly once we start weaning off, right? Same goes in animals, right? Because nature is the best study, right? No if doubt. we pay attention to what nature is doing, we can pay closer attention to what we do. And it's funny, as a side note, we're all getting back to nature in this health field, right? Like everyone's like, go out in the sun now, <laughs> you know, like take off your shoes and start grounding. I was like, oh, what we evolved with, you know? Right. And it's true, <laughs> paying close attention to what the rhythms are in nature and then seeing, I mean, not all the rhythms, but in, in the context of milk, absolutely, because our body naturally starts breaking down this enzyme. And then people force milk still, and they go, oh, it doesn't make me feel good. I get bloated. But I was fine with it when I was little. Uh, well, that's because you don't have the enzyme anymore, right. or it's greatly reduced. You have very little of that enzyme. So c- consequently, we start suffering just just from the context of that lack of the enzyme, we start suffering, right? Digestive issues starts inflaming us. We start getting, for females, hormonal issues, hormonal imbalances. Absolutely for males, dairy is the number one form of estrogen in our milk, oh, on our, in our food supply, yeah. right? And I'm huge on getting people off plastic, huge. I'll be like, listen, plastic is a xenoestrogen. It mimics estrogen in the body, right? It mimics, literally it binds to those receptors and it gives the same signal as estrogen. But plastic is a major issue, and of course, to our environment, but bigger, more potent sources of estrogen, way more potent source of estrogen is dairy. So already, if you're in athletics, why are you raising your estrogen, shown to reduce testosterone, shown to be, like, dairy is wonderful because it has vitamins and minerals and fat and protein. Awesome. (laughs) It also has antibiotics. It also has hormones. It also has inflammatory proteins. It also has environmental toxins. You can't get, you can't. You can't pick one without the other. They right. all come in packaged, yep. right? So, you know, like I can right here, I grab some dirt. It's going to have some vitamins and minerals, but it's also going to have a lot of pathogenic <laughs> yeah, bacteria. It's like, right. it's like there's better options now. This isn't the 80s, right? In the 80s, we thought, and in the early 90s, it got milk. They're, the dairy industry is a $36 billion industry. Yes. They put When you're a $36 billion industry, you got a lot of clout. You can push. You can push to many different regulatory bodies. We have the MyPlate, 
right? They put tons of money into the MyPlate just to sustain for men to drink three to four glasses of milk and women <laughs> two to three glasses of milk every single day, thinking that should be part of our diet when it's not. On top of that, they have a lot of push on the uh, American Nutrition of Dietetics or the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics for that is the biggest academy for all of the nutritionists and dietitians, registered dietitians. They get their education yearly. They have the yearly conference from them and they put a crap ton of money into still teaching the people we look for health advice, especially nutrition, to tell them that cheese is great, milk is great, ain't nothing wrong with it. We have all of these studies all, so many of these, th there was actually a, a big meta-analysis that looked at all of these studies on milk. And they said, who funded it? <laughs> and what were the results? Mm -hmm. Literally every single study did not have a negative result against dairy. Wow. Of course, imagine, imagine, of course, imagine you know, Kraft did right. a study and they go, oh, but by the way, you know, this is going to cause heart disease. Really, it's that saturated fat. Now, now this is in, uh, for athletics. That saturated fat is a major issue. Saturated fat coming from dairy, uh, coming from animal products in general, is going to cause endothelial dysfunction, right? What happens is basically you have these blood vessels and the lining of the blood vessels, you have these endothelial cells. They're very sensitive to the environment that it's given. When it's exposed to those high amounts of saturated fat, animal fats coming from dairy, coming from meats, chicken, whatever it is, yep. it's going to reactively close up, thus reducing blood flow to the muscle. Whatever muscle, it's systemic, whatever muscle, that's a problem, right? Because if you're eating animal products six to seven hours before an athletic performance, before a workout, before anything, that you need your body, that's going to happen. Interesting. But guess what? Guess what opens up those blood vessels? Plant food, which is why I always push plant food. Um, but yeah, ba back to dairy, man, dysbiosis within two days, meaning that that affects the gut bacteria. In ba within two days of just ingesting dairy, you're going to be affecting your gut bacteria. That gut bacteria is important, important now because we're starting to see, especially in the last 10 years, we didn't really know much about it. It modulates the immune system. It helps with our hormones, helps with sleep, helps with focus and concentration, helps with mood, helps with recovery. Everything that you want athletically is going to really, uh, my prediction is in the next 10 years, gut health and athletics is going to go hand in hand. I have a feeling that they're going to have some functional medical, naturopathic, or even gastroenterologists who are really oriented and understanding Good. the gut health really and giving point. people functional foods, functional giving people foods. supplemental protocols. Exactly. exactly. Let's dive into that. So there's a lot of points that I want to hit on is the plant-based foods, and we'll get back to that. But let's dive into functional foods in athletics is we're optimizing NBA players, optimizing NBA players, but I mean, obviously everybody can take what the top level athletes and performers do and apply it to their own life. Yeah. What would you say for functional foods? Like let's go on, uh, let's say before the workout, yeah, sure. maybe after. Yeah, that's great, man. Uh, well, the number one thing, again, as I go back, is avoiding animal products six to seven hours before any athletic performance. Okay. Okay. okay? That's number one. Right, because you're going to be hindering that blood flow to the muscles, which you need to be recruiting blood flow. Okay, major. Then we have pre-workout. Pre-workout's really important. Mm -hmm. What you want are uh, nitrate-rich foods, because that's being converted to nitric oxide, and that's opening up the blood vessels, yep. right? So what, what do you have? You can have beets. Beets about an hour and a half, two hours before, like literally just yeah. eating the beets. Or you can have beet juice about yep. 30 minutes before beet juice concentrate. I have beet juice powder in there. Love it. Um, that's really important. You ever had beet chips? 
Yeah, beet chips. Yeah, yeah. They're they're just just having. You, you want to be getting in those nitrates from the beets. Yeah. But even stronger or more dense in nitrates are things like arugula or leafy greens. Mm-hmm. So now you start thinking about it. Maybe you have a beet salad, right, before, but like a, a few hours before an athletic performance. Dark chocolate, high-quality dark chocolate is going to be really important at giving that those nitrates for nitric oxide, but also helping with ma- magnesium, mm-hmm. giving some electrolytes. That's really important. Um, tart cherry juice. Yep. has been shown. They did a study on soccer players for sprinting and those that were drinking tart cherry juice before, I mean, uh, right before a workout, were had better sprinting performance. Okay, so then during a workout, it's important, well, obviously hydration in general. Right. Before, during, and after. For sure. We're high talking about, hydration. yeah, high quality. But during a workout, coconut water is awesome. Oh, coconut wow. water okay. is dense in those electrolytes. Please stay away from Gatorade. Please <laughs> stay you. away from all of that Thank crap. Thank you. There is no reason to have that. When when we have coconut water accessible to us, I don't care if you like it or not, <laughs> don't drink Gatorade. I like, mean, I fought so many battles with NBA players trying to get them off Gatorade. It's yeah. Just, it's just so, like, ingrained in people's minds it that d- they think it's the thing they have to drink. But it's killing you with all yeah. the sugar. I mean, so is dairy. So is all of that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's, it's sugar, high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. Literally, all of the things you don't want athletically – Gatorade is hindering. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, I couldn't think of a worse drink for <laughs> for athletics that other than dairy and get like yeah. a dairy and Gatorade around athletics is probably the worst thing you can do. So you don't want to drink a big glass of milk to make your bones strong. No, and drink no, and, no, and and right before we get into the workout, I, yeah. this is what I met, uh, I wanted to talk about this before we get into the functional foods for workouts. Calcium, right? We have been ingrained to believe that dairy affects calcium. It does not affect calcium, okay? It does not affect calcium. One, the countries with osteoporosis have the highest amounts of dairy intake. Okay. Then <laughs> you had uh, about in the 90s or late the, the late 90s, Walter Willett put together huge study, huge analysis, trying to figure out if dairy really helped bones. His, his conclusion was it did nothing for bones. does nothing for bones. Dairy does not affect bone density or bone strength. Then they did follow-up studies on Walter Willett's study, and they actually found, yes, we agree, it doesn't do anything for bone density, bone strength, but also they found that it actually has an adverse effect. It increases your risk of fracture, especially if you're (laughs) consuming, if you're consuming, this is crazy, it increases your risk of fracture when you're older if you're consuming dairy in your 20s. That's crazy. Yeah, the, the, the stuff that they find with this, so there is like, there's very poor evidence that calcium does anything really, like even supplemental calcium right. for bones. Right. But the evidence is almost non-existent that dairy does anything wow. for bones, even in kids. Even in kids, they found that the, the it was prepubescent girl or pubescent girls, uh, some te- teenage girls. It did nothing for their bone density when increasing calcium. It's a lie. It's a lie by a $36 billion industry. I don't want to sound like conspiracy theorist. I'm giving you no, studies. Go look up Walter Willett if you don't believe me. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was the head of nutrition at Harvard. It's crazy. So it's not like, you know, some guy who's just talking in the streets putting together a study. So I wanted to talk about calcium. Yeah, so back to the functional foods. During a workout, you can have that coconut water, really important, high-quality coconut water, organic. <clears throat> really cool uh, is oranges and watermelon. Right, both are reducing that oxidation, especially basketball players okay. are increasing oxidation, massive amounts of oxidation when they're running sprints on the right. court, dunking over people yeah. like <laughs> they're and they're they're blessed athletically that their bodies their body can handle a lot of that. For sure. And what I say about this is like 
we're giving all these recommendations. You should start them now. Don't wait till, as an NBA player, you're getting older and all of a sudden your knees ain't right, right? Your muscles aren't reacting the way they used to because your youth only works for a certain amount of time. What you want is longevity in your career, yes, right? And these these young players are they're freaks of nature, right? They yes. can they go. You know what? I think you're wrong because I can eat Burger King right before <laughs> right before a game, and I, I'm still putting up 30, okay, you know, man. 30, 40. That's great, but we're talking about longevity. Yeah. We're not talking about right now. We're talking about adding these things in so you have a long, illustrious career. Um, so, again, back to functional yeah, foods during workouts. But it's funny workout. you say that, too, because I've fought, I've fought so many battles with – NBA players on that end, like you'll have guys at halftime coming in with cheeseburgers. Or it's crazy. Guys just only want to eat fast food or just just candy, candy, yeah. candy. And they're 22 years old with 5% body fat, 6'8", and jumping yeah. 40 inches. Like, yeah. Okay, how do you tell them? But you're right. It's the bigger picture. It's the longer term. Yeah. Having them understand it's longevity. You get more years in your career. Yeah. And I've seen guys that do that, like Steve Nash or a good friend of mine, Kyle Korver. Yeah. Like they're so committed to – their bodies into their nutrition that they've been they playing forever play. exactly i didn't even know kyle corver still playing that's crazy 38 years old that's Only crazy LeBron are still playing from that draft yeah. you see like yep. like and and those guys are ocd about their bodies exactly. right they have they have proper nutrition oranges and watermelon functional foods fennel seeds can help also open up nitric oxide so you're talking about them eating fast food or candy instead of having the candy literally just chew on some fennel seeds and you're increasing nitric oxide during wow. halftime Fennel seeds. I, I bring them on hikes. That's you know? cool. I never heard that. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. Or just eat watermelon oranges during halftime. Yeah, you know, do that. They love that. Yeah. yeah reducing oxidation. It's the yeah. citrulline from the watermelon is opening up those blood vessels, the, that amino acid. And then post-workout, of course. That's what it is, athletics, right? Yeah. You have you have performance and then recovery and yep. then over and over again. Yeah. Yep. Post-workout, uh, different tomato juice is really important as as is tart cherry juice again pre-workout and post-workout beans are going to reduce the oxidation in the body as well as leafy greens and berries those are just literally like so simple simple so interventions simple. that we can do functional food interventions that after a workout you come home or after a game you come home right on the way home eating a ton of berries you come back you have a lot of greens eating some beans you see what I mean, yeah, and then sure. and then before you go to bed, having tart cherry juice yeah. or um, tomato juice. Yeah, so easy, but so, so easy. powerful. Right, and hardly anybody know about knows about no. that. It's it's the whey proteins or the pre workouts and all the sugars and the Gatorades and all that exactly that put in your in your body for a, a short high. And even the even the young guys, right? Like they'll be like, none of this food affects me, but th but does it? Like, you don't know if it does <laughs> right, right? Just because yeah, you're performing yeah. really well and, you know, you have 5% body fat and you're dunking and you're, yeah. you're playing well, how do you know if you don't make these interventions that you're not even playing that much better, right? No the, doubt. Exactly, right. that's what I'm it's saying. It's how, like, they're at a level, but they're not at their optimal level, and you don't realize your full potential until you do every little aspect mm -hmm. you can at the highest. And to me, it just doesn't make sense for, obviously, for NBA athletes that are making millions of dollars and the body is their career, but just for everybody in general. Like, think about it. We all say we want to have more energy. We all say we want to be productive. We all say we want to love our loved ones even more so. Like, wouldn't you want to be able to be uh, – put the right things into your body yeah. to be able to give you that type of energy and that yeah, type for of sure. outlook and 100 percent it's just crazy 100 100 million percent man yeah. and it's like now now there's not an excuse in the 90s you know we were talking about our mutual friend d brown yeah right he was saying like d brown, there, there was there was no 
there was no when he played there was no nutritional real nutrition no one really had an idea about nutrition everybody was drinking milk he said some people would even smoke cigarettes like on the plane like like it was just crap but now there's no excuse we have we have so much better of an understanding about nutrition dairy we understand more about we have social media like literally you can listen to a podcast just to, there's i'm sure there's many other ones like this and you can yeah. learn so much of it. there's yeah. no excuse um and these players can be playing better they yeah. can be doing better yeah. and i just think that like all we had to do is just educate them you know and giving it a try no doubt man and and what you spoke about earlier is um the, the plant-based foods and how it affects performance. I know that's a hot topic right now with the Game Changers mm-hmm. documentary coming out and there'd be so many people on one side of carnivore, like Paul Saladino is a good friend. I've had him on here before and he's carnivore till, mm-hmm. till death. But then there's the other side, there's the in-between. Like where do you see, I know I know everybody's different, so it's not like you can say like, hey, one thing's best for some someone. But if you could maybe like put together like your ideal um, health, nutrition, optimal plan for an NBA athlete and for everybody else to see to be able to yeah um, yeah hundred percent uh, as much as I, I admire Paul for you know like his views on medicine and like how we need more nutrition I don't necessarily agree with the carnivore diet I, I don't think that yeah. it's sustainable right that's uh, a good point yeah there's it's an it, elimination diet it's elimination diet so, so that's why people might get better right because they're eliminating all this crap right. um, but I think that if there's any players listening, I'm not here to say go vegan, go vegetarian, go paleo, go keto. I'm not I'm not here to say that. I am here to say I know the power of plants because I love them. Yeah, and me I, too. Yeah, and they're powerful. They truly are. Athletically. We some broccoli. We would have had yeah. some cauliflower. Yeah, exactly. Right before. Yeah. Beautiful. But they're, they're important for every single system. So this is what I tell people. Design your plate as such. Put in 60% or more of vegetables right and make sure that they're different colors you want to get the rainbow right red orange yellow green blue violet because what's happening is every single color has a specific class of nutrients that are going to do different things to different parts of the body right some are going to be feeding your heart some are going to be feeding your eyes your lungs your mood right like these this as a whole so we can't just go i'm going to eat greens and I love broccoli and spinach, and that's it. That's my only greens. You got to start adding in tomato. You got to start adding in squash. You got to start adding blueberries, whatever it is. Um, So making sure that you have diversity. At the end of the day, you ask yourself, did I have the colors of the rainbow? Is my plate, were my plates today 60% vegetables? Um, And whatever protein you want to pick Mm -hmm. can be your animal protein. It can be a plant-based protein. It's It's a disbelief to think that. People who are vegan or vegetarian don't get enough protein. Multiple, multiple, multiple studies show they have more than a, enough protein. I've, I, I get every year a NutraVal test, uh-huh. which I do think is the most important test athletically for Nutri-Val. people. NutraVal okay. or, or the cardio ion by okay. Genova. Okay. And I get it every year, and it shows my, the amino acids in my body. None have ever been below 50%. That's amazing. And, and there's been times where, you know, like, I don't eat all the colors of the rainbow. But your body's smart enough to, to and, and actually there's preliminary data now showing that your, remember, gut microbiome, your gut microbiome, when given prebiotic foods, so that's like asparagus, basically anything with fiber, asparagus, garlic, chicory root, onion, dandelion root, 
when given these prebiotics, it's preliminary. We're still working on it, yeah. but it's pretty intriguing yeah. that your your gut bacteria, we can think of it this way, thanks you for feeding it with prebiotic cellulose fiber by helping give you essential amino acids, which is crazy because we're supposed to get essential amino acids from our diet. But now, preliminarily, and, and gut microbiome stuff is, is on fire, right? Because the past 10 years, we learned more and more. Yeah. But preliminary data is now showing that we are literally getting back amino acids from our gut bacteria that we're supposed to be getting, that vegans are missing, which is why the reason why uh, clinically I see people who are eating plant-based diets are almost never, ever, ever devoid of amino acids, essential amino acids, protein. Wow. Because if all you because have to do is fiber. because of fiber. Wow. You just need to be eating enough calories. That's you need to be eating enough calories. Like point. make sure you're eating enough. Make sure you're eating enough fiber. For me, the most important nutrient is fiber. Period. Like, Money. Love like it. you're if you're giving your gut bacteria love, I promise you you're getting love back. Okay, so just real quick, what what could be you said them quickly there, but what are some really good fiber foods? Obviously it's a- any plant based food any is going to have okay. is going to have fiber. Um and and things are packaged in nature so intelligently, right? But mm-hmm. some have more fiber than others. But, you know, we're, we're supposed to get like 15, 20, 25 grams of fiber. That's what's recommended. But evolutionarily, we got like 90, 100 grams of fiber. Wow, we ate and we ate. We ate. People th- seem to think evolutionarily. And this is this is a huge myth and misconception that we just ate meat, right? We were <laughs> yeah. carnivores. Yeah. We were paleo. Do you know what paleo really was? Oh, it was so. literally plants, plants, yeah. plants, fiber, fiber, and then every now and then, then you you kill a, let's say a deer, and then you eat the you eat the deer over time. But it certainly certainly is a gross misconception to believe that every day, as our, our paleolithic ancestors were eating meat all day, <laughs> every single day. That's crazy. Isn't that amazing though? I mean, it's like. It's like if somebody has some one thing, like a product to sell or something, they'll believe in it so hardcore that they'll make it make paleo be just about meat. It'll mm-hmm. make something be just about exactly something. But when it comes down to it, it's all about whole plant, yeah, food based, yeah. And also, just I mean, making sure that you're doing it like spreading it out evenly. It's not one way of the spectrum. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Being on an for sure, basis. for sure. And and look, different diets work for different people. I would urge. These players that are listening, try it out on your off season try and see out. how you yeah, are. Try it out. You know, like there's no harm in trying it out. But, Absolutely, but yeah. the key is again, like we need to reiterate this longevity, longevity in your careers, right? Nobody wants to be like a flash in the pan for five years, mm-hmm. fizzle out. You know, when you could have had longevity to your career, and it's not just the way that you're playing; it's the way you're recovering, it's what you're doing for your body. And then we didn't talk even like, like literally grounding. Yeah, we got to talk about that too. See, that's the thing. I could do a podcast with you on so yeah. many different things. Like, yeah, I love talking about know, everything. Like, how uh, informed and how much you studied cancer in itself. Like, yeah. we could go into a whole one of that. Yeah. And I love how, I mean, your mindset on being like just what types of foods you eat or just having the, a positive mindset can absolutely change the way you look at everything. That's yeah. what I'm big on. Yeah. Teaching NBA players mindset, confidence. I love mindset. We could talk mindset on this too, man. Like, food modulates. Like, let's go back to gut bacteria, right? There's a very intimate connection between your brain and your gut, and it's connected by a nerve called the vagus nerve. Mm-hmm. They communicate all day, every day. If your gut is crap and you're eating inflammatory foods like McDonald's or candy, you're, it's, it's, those, those signals are connect, connecting back to your brain, and you're getting the release of specific neurotransmitters based on that and in your gut, and that's modulating your mood. You know, I had a 
Sean Stevenson came on my show and he was talking about nice, uh, from the Model Health Show. He was talking about food regulates our mood, and we don't think about how much of human interaction. Like, oh, I really got along with that person. Well, did I get along with them because they've been their gut bacteria are happy, <laughs> right? That's interesting. Or like, yeah. how many of these human interactions are based on literally our mood that is modulated by food? So at, again, at the end of the day, what the heck are you putting in your body, so right? True. Because it's affecting more than your basketball career. Absolutely. It's affecting your life on the outside, yep. you know? So creating things, creating time for yourself is huge. I don't care if you're a basketball player, football player, any human being who's not a professional athlete, like time for yourself is huge for your mindset, um, for modulating the stress levels, cortisol. Like, so for me, rituals, rituals are number yep. one. And um, what they look like for me is I get out of bed and I, immediately I'll, I'll try to hit the sun as fast as possible because what that does is it induces something called a cortisol awakening response that response boosts up your cortisol in the morning like it's supposed to be and helps regulate those cycles you got to think about recovery and performance being based around cycles right your sleep cycle yep. you can't be going to sleep at three in the morning if you're an nba player <laughs> you got to be going to sleep early because your body's calling for it you don't want your cortisol being too high at night or too low in the morning. You want to regulate that. And you can regulate that. How? With the sun. Literally, like going outside in the morning, I stand right here on the deck and I'm out there for 15 minutes letting the sun hit my eyes, letting the sun hit my chest, and then moving around. Grounding is important. Why? Grounding was reduced, uh, shown to reduce delayed onset muscle soreness, wow. right? To inflammation, helping balance cortisol, helping folks sleep better. Like, And what I mean by grounding or earthing is for those who don't know, literally just taking off your shoes and letting it hit a natural surface like sand, like dirt, um, like wood chips over here. Like it doesn't matter. Like making sure you're not hitting, you're hitting anything but like cement or yeah. fake turf. Yeah. Um, and how cheap is that? And you could do it for 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, taking time to find, um, I know Kyrie Irving's into meditation and things like that. Yeah. Like yeah. I vibe with him so much because he gets it. Yeah. Like he uh, gets yeah. nutrition. He gets his body's own mindset. And this guy was just like, I don't know how many he dropped the other night with the Nets, but like, oh, he's amazing. He's amazing. amazing. He's still amazing. Yeah. And that, you know, you want to know something about that guy? He's going to have longevity. For sure he is. Right? Because yeah. he takes care of his body now. He's been doing it since he was yep. young on, at Duke. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, that's cool how, I mean, you just set up little uh, habits, rituals that you're able to do. And I mean, that's a big thing for NBA players, for anybody in general, routines. So speaking on that routine, like, let's just say, you got five main things that you can do. Like these are your non-negotiables. This is what you're going to. This is like this what revs you up and gets you mm -hmm. flowing for your day and knows that you are in the going to put you in the right mood, going to be in just your best self. So we have sunlight. We have grounding. Mm -hmm. Sunlight, grounding, and for me, people think it's goofy, but I'm my own hype man. I'm the biggest hype man that for me love it man yeah talk about this yeah, this is yeah, what yeah. i'm huge on too <laughs> my second book coming out is going to be going to be about the person you talk to the most yeah which the, is yeah talk yeah yeah so so many of us don't even know how to have a relationship with ourselves. period we so don't have a relationship with ourselves. we just we are on autopilot and we are going through this world having everything outside of us influence us right our girlfriends our friends our co-workers they're influencing who we are without ever doing it the other way around like well, shit, I know myself, I'm in touch with myself, and I'm influencing everything outside of me, right? Yes. So I'm, a, I'm attracting, I'm creating my life the way that I want, yeah. right? And um, granted to say, there's things that are unpredictable, like a flat tire, but you can always react to that flat tire accordingly. So when I go back to me being my own hype man, every morning I take time and hype myself up 
in every single way. I myself up in business, physically, mentally, emotionally, yes. spiritually. Like, I'm telling you, man, there's no other bigger fan of me than me. You see? Yes, exactly. But not in a conceited way, no, but it's in a way that you believe in yourself. No, it's a self-love way. Self, it's amazing. Yeah, man. because an in, in egoic way would be sponsored by like, like basing it on things that aren't real. Right. 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 Like, yeah. oh yeah, you know my new Mercedes, man. I, like <laughs> I'm the man. But 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 yeah. instead being like, well shit, like I'm so powerful that I can create whatever I want, yes. and I created this Mercedes. I don't identify with it, but it's beautiful, and I'm happy with it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm spreading joy to other people. I'm identifying with my own power, my own greatness. Like this is stuff that everyone should do. If you don't have a relationship with yourself, then you're just literally autopiloting through life. And if you're autopiloting through life, things are happening to you. When you're in this space of creating this for yourself, things are happening for you. You see the big yeah. picture. Something comes up, you go, all right. I didn't have control over this flat tire, but you better believe that I'm going to be grateful for it. I'm going to be happy for it. It changes your vibration. It changes your frequency. And, like, players get in slumps. Baseball players, basketball players. Like, that's the time you need yourself the most. You don't need a therapist on the team telling you anything. You don't need your wife telling you anything. You got to tell yourself that stuff. I do it in the shower. So (laughs) I don't – you know, there's a little apartment connected – to my shower yeah. so I'm sure this guy's eating breakfast and hearing me talk every morning <laughs> hyping myself up but it's awesome, man. at the end of the day it is what it is man it's like it's like we're powerful enough to to do so much more than we ever thought that we can so why not just be your biggest hype man no doubt man I, I call them perspective pivots or mindset pivots and being able to look at things from a slightly different perspective but in a perspective that can change the entirety of your whole life like you said a flat tire you can look at it as flat tire ruins your day woe is me or you can look at it as a, as a time for patience yeah. that you wouldn't have had a time to just spend with yourself yeah and just the way you look at things is is just i mean completely i mean that's literally how your whole life and the person that you are like just being around you man i can just like you have an amazing like i don't ever like to say like the energies but you just have a positive yeah. your smile like it's yeah. just infectious to be around you yeah but if you didn't believe in yourself then it wouldn't be it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't, happen like it that. wouldn't be and and you, you have to think about those subtleties like because you, you you mentioned that's an important point you know when you're around people and you're like i want to be around that person yeah, yeah. something about that person they haven't said a word to me yeah. but they have an energy about them well that's what it is it's the energy yeah it's their vibration is attracting you creating your own memory of who you are so you see that in them when in reality you see it in yourself right so that's why people who are so high vibe who come into a room and there's people who are like kind of depressed low vibe that's why they're so drawn to it man so it's like all you got to do is know yourself know thyself yeah you know and then if you do it for a bigger purpose than yourself then it just frees you from any type of pressure that you ever have to really perform you know, then mm-hmm. you're here just following your purpose, following mm-hmm. your passion to be able to serve others. Yeah. And if you serve one person, like my big thing is like if you serve one person, you've changed lives. Yeah. Like that person is going to go on and help somebody else. Yeah. Help somebody else. If you serve one person, you could ultimately help yeah. millions of people. Yeah. And that and that comes back to sense of purpose. Like you said, let's say sense of purpose is one of my pillars for health. Love it. Like you Love have it. to have a sense of purpose. What are you doing here? Are you going to do are you doing an accounting job you don't like? Like that's not fulfilling. If you are like life is so much more grand and magnificent than doing something every single day that you're not happy about yeah. like um you know who's coming on my show ricky williams remember him oh man yeah, ricky awesome williams. so so ricky williams cool actually he 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 said this quote and i was like damn he said for the 17 20 years i've been playing football the, the for all that time the three or four months when he left football 
nothing compared to how happy he was when he left because dude he yeah. was he was physically built to be an NFL player he was given all the gifts but his he was mentally emotionally that wasn't his purpose yeah. his purpose was not to run in between defensive tackles his purpose was here to teach people how to find themselves and now he's teaching yoga yeah. he's teaching meditation awesome. like he found his sense of purpose in his 30s and he found joy yeah you see what i mean oh for sure and and he didn't like he went through the process of he had to live up to be something because he was so good. So the whole world looked at him as something and put his identity in that. Mm -hmm. But he, I mean, he freed himself from that identity. Yeah, and people we all told struggle him. with yeah. that, man. That's the that's one of the biggest struggles why, like, people don't achieve what they want to achieve because they're afraid of what other people might say yeah. or the identity that's already placed upon them by their parents. Exactly. Like if everybody could just free themselves of that. And not put that pressure on them. Exactly. It's like, I mean, this world would be amazing. Yeah, it and would be. It's all. And it, it's all mindset. It's all being your own hype man. I love that. You gotta be your own hype man. I love that. When I jump in my thir three minute cold shower in the morning, I'm gonna start just hype, hype yourself out. up. Yeah, I'm yell it start, out. I mean, I hype myself up every morning. Like, tell myself this could be the best day that I've ever had. Yeah. Like, if if I don't even tell myself that, it has no chance of yeah. being it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But now I'm gonna hype myself up. Wake my wife up. Forget yeah, it. I'm yeah, just pumping yeah. it up. I love. Yeah, I feel the energy, man. Make sure that you are using statements that are not pushing the future. You're saying, I am, you are now, you already are. And, yeah. and, and there's, a, there's something to be said about unwavering faith. Like, you know, yes. you could be in a really shitty situation and you could say, I am, I am rich, right? You could be a really, you know, really struggling, make ends. And that's hard to believe. It really is. But I promise you, there's something about faking it till you make it. Because what happens is... <laughs> yeah. When you say things and reinforce things more and more, the brain is so smart. It's plastic, the brain. Yeah. It moves. The neurons start wiring and firing based on the input that you're giving it. So it becomes easier and easier to believe that as truth. And remember, like, we're energetic beings, period. Like, we die, we're energy. We, we, we're not physical matter anymore. This is what Einstein showed, equals MC squared. Energy and matter yeah. are interchangeable. So at that point, if you understand that energy that you're giving out, remember being drawn to people, that energy, when you're focusing and, and from that present moment, like I am now, that energy is more powerful than anything, right? You don't, don't think about it two years from now, one day, maybe, yeah. no, man, like you're, you're, you're it now. Year now. Exactly. Man, you are a wealth of knowledge, man. I would, we, this podcast could go on for, <laughs> we're going to have to definitely have a second yeah, yeah, part of it. For sure. Before we wind down here, we got to throw you on the hot seat. Okay. So these are going to just be quick, rapid fire answers, whatever comes to your mind. I didn't and prep for these either. No, I know. I know. Exactly. This is great. As the one percenter that you are, I love to fire these at the one percenters we have on here. And you are in so many ways. Like, I, I, I'm telling you, I'm not just pumping this guy up. Like, we haven't even got into your background on mm. cancer research, which yeah. is amazing as it is. But all right, here we go. So, being the hype man that you are, what do you have a favorite mindset quote or a favorite hype thing that you say to yourself or something that you mm. like, man, this is what I live by, this is what I resonate with. Yeah, oh man, we are creators. Uh awesome. I don't know if I heard that or I don't know if I made it up, one of the two, but we are creators. Like we are creators of our human experience. We right. are creators of our day. Like yeah. like I said, you can't predict a flat tire, but you can create your day around it. Like you can predict your day literally imagination and intention visualization and creation these are things that that govern life you know you can be the guy driving the car that is your life instead of thinking your car is driving you because one day you will realize you're the driver you don't want that day to be when yeah. you're on your deathbed yeah. you want that day to be literally when you're walking around healthy and able to help the world with it 
Such a good answer, man. And everybody listening to this too, if you don't think you are, you are. Yeah. And unless you're on your deathbed, it's it's never too late. It's, it's never, too, never late. too late never to too change. Late. And that's what, one thing I was talking about earlier, how you were talking about how you've been able to do so many things. Like you literally, you just speak something to, into existence. Like I'm huge on that too. Like yeah. if I want to do something, I'm just going to say it happens. Like yeah. I w- went from an NBA coach to being an author and speaker. Like, yeah. like that doesn't happen. Yeah. I was like, hey, I'm going to do it. Why yeah. not do it? I'm just going to say it out. The, pa- the powerful thing, that's beautiful. The powerful thing is that you expected it. Yeah, and this is, this, exactly. is, this is the issue with create, creating is people don't expect it. They say it. But they say maybe one day, I don't know. But you have to be (laughs) so confident and expect it. Yeah, man. And expect it. You have that. You have the confidence oozing out of you. Uh, So what does does legacy look like to you? Not in the general term of what most people think, like a billboard or a legacy Mm -hmm. like that. But what if, let's say, years from now, people would think back on Dr. G. Like, what would it be that you... That you leave. It empowered people. Love it. Man. That's that's le- that's that's one day I'll die. Let's let's hope not anytime soon, but let's hope. Uh, you let's hope, man. You look yeah. Young. I'm not sure how old you are, but you look yeah. young. Yeah, yeah. Is 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 the importance of empowerment? Empowering people. I don't care how it is. Empowering people to eat better. Empowering people to do rituals. Empowering people to work out more. Empowering get getting off dairy. I don't care what it is, but empowering people enough that they can make a shift in their life, and then that shift going to their family's life, that shift going to their family's friend's life, right? Creating a network of empowerment. That's the number one thing in my life is empowering people because you don't know what you don't know. If I'm here (laughs) to give you some information that you never heard, you may take it in and you may go, that's amazing. Or you may go, this guy's full of shit. I don't believe it. No one ever told me that. Why would that be true if all my life I did this? But one day that little seed's going to be planted and you may go back to it. So knowledge and empowerment, that's the legacy. Money, man. Money, same way. All right, so you've told us about grounding. You've told us about no dairy. Um, you told us about sunlight. What Do you have a sneaky secret hack that's like, man, this is my thing. This gets me going. Like mine is an ice-cold shower in the morning. Like that's I feel like it hack. just literally just livens me up. That's a great hack, man. That's ice-cold shower. If if you didn't mention that, that would be one of my secret nice. hacks because I Stolen. do talk about cold. Yeah. cold. you got to make yourself uncomfortable every day, so yeah. either physically or mentally or emotionally. Um, I, you saw my IR sauna, infrared sauna. Yeah. That's a hack, man. That is that. If you want to talk about long-term health, detoxification, heavy metals, pollutants, that, that's where it's at, man. Like that, 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 the, the IR sauna or red light therapy. I have the red light here. You know what that is. That's great for athletics too. Yep. Muscle recovery, yep. joint recovery. That that's amazing stuff. Yeah. So those are my little hacks. Infrared. I got to get a sauna or either I'm moving in with you. One yeah. What are the two? <laughs> All right. Before we get to the last question, how can everybody follow you? Where, where's the best ways that we can just follow everything, Dr. G? Yeah. You know, I, I, I've been saying I was going to put up a website for the past three years and I never did it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't even need it. Yeah. Now websites, aren't they? Yeah. It's, uh, it's obsolete. So uh, Dr. G, D-O-C-T-O-R dot G with an underscore. That's on Instagram. Yep. Most of my work in, in correspondence is on there. Um, I have a show called Heal Thyself. Yeah, that's my show. Awesome. Um, that is doing pretty well. And I'm happy. <laughs> I'm really happy. So um, that's really the two places you'll find me. But I'm also doing a lot of talks and consulting with different uh, companies. So I, I'm around, cool. man. I'm cool. always just like out and about. Yeah, that's awesome, man. You're always creating. Too. Creating, exactly. You really are. But no, you're a great the word. follow on Instagram. You have great videos that you put up. Very informative, informative too, yeah. for sure. Thank you. All right, the last question before we let you off here. What does one, being a one percenter mean to you on this one percenter podcast? What does that mean to you? One percenter to me is being awakened to something that the other 
percent of people have not yet touched yet nice. and that can empower them Ooh, nice. right so i don't care if it's biohacking you know getting better sleep and biohacking well not everyone knows about that maybe one percent do but it's growing and now it's going on to other people well one percent what about dairy you know not everyone is yeah. really onto the dairy thing but now we're spreading that one percent to the other 99 that's that's what it is like sharing that wealth at the one to give it to the 99 dude that's really good i've never heard that answer before just came to me that's right <laughs> <laughs> you're right man you're good at the hot seat that was good for no preparation yeah. too. that was amazing yeah well appreciate you coming on this podcast sharing with the listeners the wealth of knowledge that you are, and I promise I'm not going to go get any more Go Greek, uh, go Greek, Greek yogurt anymore. Okay. No, I'm not headed there. Okay, I'm changing cool. the game, man. I'm happy, man. I'm happy to hear that. Thank <laughs> Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. Thank you very much for All coming right. on. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the 1% Podcast. Seriously, it means a ton to me. Time is the most valuable asset we have, and you are spending it with me. Thank you. And thank you for being the light you are to so many people in your life. Remember, no matter where you are or what you do, you have the chance to change someone's life daily. A smile, just listening to someone, even the smallest of small things, can change someone's entire perspective on life. Impacting one person's life can impact millions. And if you have a quick 30 seconds after this podcast and could leave a review, that would be amazing. That helps me to be able to continue to bring on great guests to this podcast. But if you don't have the time either, no biggie. Tell a friend, tell a family member, share this with someone you think could benefit from listening. And if you want, post what you learned from this episode up on Instagram. Tag me at davidnurse5. Because each month, I'm going to pick a winner from the people who leave reviews and tags on Instagram. I'm sending them super swag one percenter gear. And I'm also going to be sending out my first book, Pivot and Go, coming super, super soon. But it is on pre-sale today, right now. You can go get yourself a pre-sale. Be one of the first with a discounted price. Check it out at davidnurse.com or go to Amazon where you can search all books all over the place and you can order it there. It's on pre-sale today. Remember, the best gifts are gifts that can change someone's life. Thank you so much for being who you are. Feel more than free to reach out to me on Instagram at any time I answer everyone back. I am always here for you. Have a great week and remember, pour into yourself 1% daily so you can pour into others 1% every single day.